What's up, guys? Welcome to episode four of the LTIR podcast. I'm here joined today by my friends, Connor Scully and Brian Hodges. We're just cooking along here in the podcast world, trying to figure it out as we go. Um, we appreciate all the positive feedback we've gotten. Uh, it makes us feel good. And uh, now I'm going to turn it over to the boys for a check-in. Uh, Scully, how you doing? Oh, doing good, you know, as best I can be. Uh, got called to work yesterday, had to drive through a blizzard, you know, risking my life, get up there oh, and good. got told, oh, yeah, we don't need you. We double booked you, so go home. Awesome. And then oh. uh, today a guy from my fantasy football league wants to throw hands with me because I called him and his buddy out for cheating. So, so that was my there day you go. so far. Wow. <laughs> Big week for Scully, dude. Yeah, I holy! I don't, even, I don't even fully know what to say. Like, do we organize a rough and rowdy? I'm. We might have to. Wow. He said he's gonna fly here, fly to Prince to kick my ass. So, but if you <laughs> want to pay, pay the thousand bucks to fly here, go for it, man. <laughs> was it uh, like legit cheating? Like, not even speculation. Like, oh, it was pretty. It was aw- Like he had last week. He uh, the guy. That we called out for he had he's in last right now and he's playing his buddy this week he won last week took all his starters off so he had josh allen derrick henry debo and amari cooper on his bench this week for guys on the bye oh wow and his buddy's uh on the bubble for playoffs right now i love first of all what a loser that guy is but also i love i get i turn into such a psycho about situations where like I don't love confrontation, but when you know you're right, like 100%, and yeah. you're like trying to talk shit, that's my favorite thing because it's yeah. like you're you're not wrong. So what are you going to say? I love it, dude. I oh, live my. for shit like that. So I'm Man, fired up for you. I'm like you're colluding for 300 bucks. If you're hurting that bad, like I'll, I'll help you out there, big guy. Like, <laughs> you need a hand? Like you can help. Heck I can yeah. help you out like making some money line bets here parlays like we can get something going if you're hurting that bad let's go bucks oh safe to call out what's his app what's his twitter app no i'm not even gonna give him the holiday for that one that guy is at the airport dox him (laughs) that guy is not a fan of our show anymore i don't think he ever was no no uh brian how are you doing man what's going on I'm good, man. Just kind of same old, just uh, grinding through work and school and looking forward to this every week. So I don't have too much of an update, but uh, just uh, like I said, getting through finals week and then ready for the Christmas season. Right on, man. And yeah, I, uh, I'm i Troy and uh, Hello, I'm doing Troy. well. Hello, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things are good on my end. Uh, holding down the fort here in Tawasson. Um. The interview with Matt Cox went fantastic. Um, what a beauty. Yeah. Wow. I mean, our first interview ever, I think uh, all four of us did a great job of uh, bouncing off each other and uh, super fun. So uh, that was awesome. Other than that, I mean, I'm about to deliver possibly a 2-0 and this week across the two leagues in fantasy. There you go. Um, both against uh, my buddy Spencer. Nice. Yeah. So I will be firing him a text hopefully in a couple hours. Love it. Um, yeah, but uh, we got some good stuff to talk about today. There's been lots going, lots going on in the NHL. Um, some good fancy stuff going on. Things are starting to heat up as we approach uh, kind of the quarter to the third mark of the season. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll start off. Um, what did you guys think of um, – they, they're still working on the Olympics, and they probably took our rosters into consideration – when so. they were talking about it, I saw that that they released their uh, projected rosters on NHL. I was just reading it; they're close to ours. Like I was, I was impressed with. I was impressed with us. I mean, naturally, we're sick at this, but also <laughs> it is cool. I mean, it's exciting. It sounds like uh, I don't know. They're going to be stacked. Like it's going to be fun. I'm not sure how the World Cup's going to go. I think it'll be a cool. Like, I don't know if they're doing – when are they – is that the same year or no? Are they doing that in – They're talking about a 2025 World Championship with four countries. I don't know how okay. I feel about the four-country thing. Eh. I, I, I would have liked um, to have seen eight. 
I, I think they're just trying to do something to get it on the map and then try and grow it. Like, it's got to start somewhere. But, and... like, you're you're missing out on a lot of countries, right? Like, Dry Saddle won't be a part of it. Cider won't be part of it. Like, a lot of big-name guys are not from their countries. When they go there, they are celebrities. I, I yeah. think they're trying to pick the four countries where you can fill an entire roster just from NHL players. Yeah. So they don't have to worry about any other, like, international, you know, scheduling or whatever. Well, and then can... once it's more established, they're probably going to introduce more. So, but it's yeah. a bummer for now, and it looks bad. But I get why they're trying to pick the four strongest countries where you can put full. All they have to worry about is an NHL schedule. Yeah, that's my guess. Well, they could have done like something like a Team Europe kind of thing, combine a few countries and make two other teams, and at least have six. Yeah, no, without... I because there's like yeah, there's like a, like there's just so many guys that should be in a tournament like that that the world would love to see play in right. a situation like that yeah like yeah it's a bit of a bit of a it's an interesting one i mean they picked four fantastic countries so it's going to be electric hockey but it takes away the uh the idea of like a, a crazy upset or like watching a team like latvia like in 2000 i think it was 2014 they they lost to canada but they lost like two to one. Yeah. Well, look at um, was it Latvia in the World Juniors last year going to win bronze? Yeah, and I with, think their city had the biggest party. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah, like it's that was Canucks. Arter Silvos, their backup goalie that's in the minors right now, and he was the goalie for that, and he's a legend there, right? So you get those smaller countries that win do well in that, and it's a celebration. Yeah. Right. That you won't see. Yeah, I think I honestly think this year they're just trying to like get it in the rotation and hopefully yeah. it'll grow from there. But I agree, like for right now, it's a bummer to see a bunch of guys that are left off the books, like or left off, uh, you know, the tournament. But but with like a tournament like that, you would think they have enough. Wouldn't you think they have enough of, of a like a foothold to be able to have those other teams on there rather than just starting with the four? Because the World Cup, when it happened a few years ago, it was a pretty freaking huge thing in the hockey community. Yeah, but they, I think the the idea is to stay away from like a team North America or a team, you know, Europe or you know. I think they're trying to make it more like a uh, like a true international setup, and you know, maybe I don't know. I they're trying not to have those like hybrid type teams, and I think. If you're gonna do it, you gotta roll. You gotta like put the work in and make sure you can get like a legit setup together. But now that that seems like it's not really the focus, you're you're just trying to get it so it's strictly, yeah. you know, countries, and not you know. The, but that team in North America and Team Europe was sick on that. Gross! Tournament. It was so, so much so, fun to watch. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. so much fun to watch. But you want you guys winner of the four teams that who would be your pick? I mean, I'm riding with the U.S. I, I got to. I think they're sick. I really think they can do it. They're the, I, you know. My heart I, says Canada, but my brain says no. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I think Finland. I know. I, I, was, I like yeah. Finland a lot. <laughs> I, I was looking at their roster, and Finland's team is stacked. Yeah, yeah they got a good mix. Yeah. Like, they got a bunch of different looks. But I, I think as far as, like, Top to bottom, forwards, D, goalie. I think that a team that doesn't have a weak point is the U.S. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. where that's where I'm with Canada. Is like You look at everyone else's goalies. They have one of those elite top five goalies where Canada doesn't. They have good goalies, great goalies, season to season, but no, no, nothing elite. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Tough for me to to say a country other than Canada, given I have a maple leaf tattooed on the side <laughs> of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, on this one, I'm, I'm with Scully. I just think, uh, I mean, hey, I mean, it's anyone's game. And Canada's phenomenal. But I yeah, just, I like so the way good. Finland's been playing and trending in the in the international play. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see. Well, I was just looking at their roster and they have, I kind of have to eat my own words right away because they have Aiden Hill, who's right now what top five goalie in the league this year. This weird year of goalies, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. They have Hart, 
Hill, Jari, you know, Logan, Tom- Logan Thompson too is actually Canadian. Yeah. But do you yeah. think like Hill is protected by one of the most structurally sound hockey teams in the well, league? That, that him yeah. and Thompson, right? It's yeah. I think that's yeah, a big but, thing. But you know, your Team Canada would be a. I mean, you're the team yeah. stacked already, so it's like you know he's going to be. But protected. you're you're playing an equally stacked team, so it kind of yeah, that's true. Right, you're playing teams. Know, you you want to hear my hot take? Let's hear it. Just a sec, just a sec. I got ready for your hot take. Gonna get bright here. <laughs> oh yeah. wow, there we go. <laughs> I love it. Like, put politics aside. I think Russia should have a team. Wow. Put just okay. pushing politics aside for on ice, yes. But the yeah. problem is, and I remember uh, because I with think... that, with all that Russian stuff with the cheating, like all that cheating with the Olympics, like it wasn't the hockey guys doing that. And the that's NHL, it's NHL players that would be going. No, but yeah. didn't we talk about this? It's not yeah. because of the cheating. It's because of the war. No, I know, but yeah. push politics aside. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. Push I'm glad you have my sunglasses on because I don't want to be associated with this take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of my depth with all that. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. Push politics aside. I remember. Yeah. Look at I like. I remember. Uh, like, I forgot what who was talking about this. I think it was like I was listening to like the Steve Dangle podcast. They were talking about how like, you know, Putin kind of puts their players at he uses them kind of as like these, you know, he he's a big hockey guy. He yeah. you know, uses these big NHL stars as, you know, politically as uh yeah, we're not I don't know, I can't get into this. We're getting into politics. We're staying out of this. Just, I'm just saying it's just, that's we're, what I yeah, said. I think we're we're gonna stay out of this one. On a strictly hockey level, ability-wise, yeah, they're they're a top five country all day long. Yeah, and they produce some of the best, most elite hockey players in the world. And it's a total shame that uh, there's other factors at play. Yeah, Yeah. like go into something else, like a different. Don't have Russia, because just thinking back to watching like Russia, Canada, World Juniors, Olympics when they played, that rivalry was. I live for those games. Them and yeah. that that game in the U.S. Those games were the yeah. best to watch. Like when yeah. Canada's comeback, you remember that Troy? Where Neverly scored? Oh yeah, to tie it up late. Like where were yeah. you? Moment like those moments with Russia, right? You kind of feel like yeah. something's missing when Russia's not participating as much. Like yep, can't stand. Yeah, a couple good World Juniors. Where were you? Moments. The Eberle goal, but also. On the other side of things for me, the John Carlson goal. Oh, yeah. I remember I was with my Bantam AAA team. We we're all watching the game. And it was just a miserable group. We were uh, – <laughs> we were. so I had practice that night, and all of our coaches were Canadian. So they had the, the game. There was like a big projector screen on the wall of the rink that we played at. And so mid – like while we were doing drills and stuff, they had the game just on the big projection screen. And, wow. uh, yeah, so, but USA scored. We're all freaking out. And our coaches are like, get on the line. We had to bag skate. But uh, <laughs> it was worth it. It was a good time. We're like, USA. And he's like, all right, get on the fucking line. Oh, that, my God. That Canadian coaches took their frustrations out on you. Oh, dude, you couldn't hurt our feelings that night, though. It was so much fun. <laughs> Hodge, do you remember in college? Um, I don't remember – what the what the game was or what it might have been world juniors but uh our coach made the four canadians go to the front of the locker room and sing the american national anthem <laughs> i remember that i don't know why yeah i don't remember that was it but, for, or i do remember that i don't know why what for yeah me either man because it w- wouldn't have been the olympics yeah, it might have been world juniors oh it was it ha- yeah because that was like the zegers year and like yeah that was when uh yeah that was like Caulfield and Zegers and they were sick that year I think uh Pierce and I missed a huge opportunity there uh while we were singing the American National Anthem to lower our pants a little bit and let the Canadian flags on the sides of our butts come flying out yep that would have been good but 
that would have been decent, but uh, probably would have got jumped by about 25 Americans. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked it. Wrong. wrong place, play, so. <laughs> that would have been a that would have been a rough and rowdy in the locker room right there. Yeah, in the middle of uh, and the, I don't actually know the lyrics, so I can't get into it. But in one nailed of the it, lines, it. yeah, <laughs> in one of the lines, just get two hand in the back of the knee. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You would have been on LTIR for sure for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. You were getting been... getting pucks thrown in your feet, blind passes. Oh, you been dis- brutal and nice for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the World Juniors this year, the rosters just came out. Did you guys check them out at all? I checked out Canada's. No, <laughs> I don't I care don't. about the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I haven't okay. seen them yet. But Scully, uh, did you see anything that caught your eye? Yeah. As a, the resident Prince George um, Cougar fan, you know, the hometown boys, three of the three of the guys I think should have made made that team didn't. Like Riley Height, he I think he's leading the league right now, the WHL with fifty four points in twenty eight games. Zach Funk, who is second in the league with fifty or uh, fifty three points, thirty two goals, only guy with over thirty in tw- thirty games. And their goalie, um, I don't know how to say his name. Oh, Ra- Ravensburger, Bergen, tough name. 17-year-old rookie uh, leading the league in, for the goalies with high save percentage and most shutouts. N- nothing, snubbed. Like no tryout? No tryout. Didn't even get asked to go tryout. Change your name. Right. Yeah. Do you think Berger was playing on the same team as Alex Cobb? I think so. Yeah. Ra- Ra- yeah. Uh, it's Ravens Bergen or something like that. Bergerin. I can't oh, say yeah. his name. But he's he just last night he got another shutout. He has six on the year in 14 games. And he's just tied the record for most shutouts by a rookie goalie in the WHL. Wow. And I gotta give stick taps to the boys. They're leading the league right now. First place in WHL. I think it's the best they've ever done. Tough go as a Cougars fan and a Canucks fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't know how they, you know, decide who gets the tryouts, like when when the camps are and stuff. Yeah, well, you, you notice it like I don't I don't know how it goes, but a lot of guys come from like the O, the OHL and the QMJHL. Like I don't know if you know those. Do you know you know those leagues, hey Brian? Oh yeah, 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 weird. yeah. Come on, yeah. yeah. A lot of guys come from there. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I said no. I said no to the QMJHL to play in the EHL. <laughs> Good, man. The League of Opportunity. <laughs> oh man, that's that's on the queue. They that's so ridiculous that they took out fighting. Oh yeah, it's brutal. Like, like these guys, it's probably going to hurt. Would you think it would hurt their draft capital, like going into the draft for these guys coming out of the queue because they won't know how to def- defend themselves if the situation comes up in the NHL? Or what do you think? I don't know. I think that in the, I, I don't know. I think that if you're a pro, like in the, for the draft, I don't think they're looking for. I, I think you got to adapt once you get to the league. I think uh, they're looking for certain intangibles or like if you're putting up points, they're not going to snub you because you can't fight. But I I don't know. How long has the lead, you know, that rule been affected, like in effect? Just this like year. Years, right? Just this year. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll I see was just thinking for like the see. future, right? Yeah. But who knows know. if they take it out of all the rest of the junior leagues, right? Yeah, it could be nice. like a organization dependent thing like maybe if you're the flyers with john tortorella they might shy away from a player that yeah doesn't know how to protect himself that quote machine love torts you see what he said about luke hughes the kids don't know how to take hits nowadays they never got taught i don't know how true that is but well, they uh, they changed the hitting age from like Pee Wee to Bantam, and uh, 
I just find that to be dangerous because the good thing about hitting in peewee is like nobody's really hit puberty yet, so nobody's getting hurt. Yeah. In Bantam, it's kind of like a mixture of guys who have grown, guys who are growing, and guys who haven't grown yet. And some of the, I mean, I remember like some of the most devastating hits I ever saw was in Bantam. Yeah. Yeah, 5'11", six foot tall people hitting. Or or getting run, run, run from behind all the time. Yeah. Just had first on the boards in Bantam. That was the worst. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I think uh, it's interesting what they're doing with the hitting because it is good to know how to protect yourself, how to get yourself against the boards or keep your head up going across the middle. Um, Because there's guys in the NHL. I mean, we've spoken on Truba. But I was just watching Oilers and uh, Devils. Oilers, by the way, sneaky, about to win seven in a row. Um, And Darnell Nurse caught Dawson Mercer going through the middle and sent him flying, like 360 spin. And it's just, I don't know, like, there's still guys out there that will tear your head off. Yeah. yeah, but maybe that phases out because of it. Like, you'll see guys, you know, maybe that happens a lot less because, uh, like, you know, guys will be, you know, you learn to protect yourself, but also you're you're creating habits that you play differently because of it. Like, you're not, you're not looking to make that hit. Maybe you're trying to be more positionally sound or you're not looking to, you know, light someone up because of that rule also. So it could be, you know, one and the same. And, uh, but I agree. Like, it's, it'll be an interesting transition. But I think once you get past like sort of the middle stages of it where that overlap is less, maybe you'll see less of those. I think I they're trying to eliminate those. I think that's part of it too, where you're trying to eliminate that style of play a little bit more out of the game where you're you're trying to, you know, take someone's head off in the middle. Um, I did I did notice, like I went and watched the Cougars game the other night. Um I did notice, like you're saying, like guys won't be looking to throw those hits. There's a lot of times where guys had that opportunity to take someone's head off multiple, multiple times and they let up quite a bit. So yeah, it could be that case. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I think the, the, the biggest, like the biggest issue is going to be in that transition period where you still have guys in the league that, that, you know, grew up with that style and that's what made them effective. And then I think as it transitions out, it's going to turn into like less and less frequent where, it, it's kind of going to phase out naturally, but, but yeah, I don't know that those like middle stages where, where that overlap is going to be pretty rough for a while. I think. Yeah. Some young guys getting welcomed to the league. Yeah, know, man. By some vets. I think that's what we're seeing mm-hmm. this year quite a bit. Yeah. Like. Who was it in preseason that Oshi ran over and welcomed to the league? Was that Fantilli or. I don't know. Was it? I think so, yeah. I didn't, Oshie, I didn't just, see that. I didn't see Oshie that either. Just, oh, my gosh. Oshi, he's got the jersey tank, in the man. background here. He just, <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely laid him. This guy stick went flying. I think it was Fantilli. And, like, that's a 30, I want to say 36-year-old on a 19-year-old. Like, that's a yeah. big difference. Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Speaking that's another one I, I'm going to miss. Uh, I wish, you know, during his window – like a U.S. player that would have been fun to watch on international play more often was Oshi. That guy was yeah. cool. I don't think he won't crack the roster now, but I think at you know in his prime, like he had the you know that whole shootout, uh, you know, what was it like eleven rounds or something? But he was always fun to watch in the uh, international play. That's a bummer that he was kind of iced out of that. I don't know. Back to international play. Do you think they should get rid of the shootouts in like the medal games or? I think I I don't know. I just yeah. I despise the shootouts. That's why I ask. I I think they should get rid of the shootout in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Just ten I, minutes of three on three and I feel the you same. can't get it done. It's a fucking tie. Yeah, it's a tie. Really? It's a tie. Do you guys end in ties? Do three points for a win, two uh two points for an overtime loss and one point for a tie. Yeah. I wish I Oh, I wish I had the stat right now because I, I heard it the other day of how many games end before the shootout in five minutes of three on three. And then if we could send it over to a stat guy or a math person and see what the percentage of games ending in OT, if it was 10 minutes long, so like double it, of three on three, I don't think you'd see a lot of ties. No, no. There's so many like 
points where it's back and forth and then it goes to a shootout right when it's getting good. Like, oh, oh it's, you battle your brains out for 65 minutes. Yeah. And, and then Kuznetsov comes in for, you know, 15 seconds, standing still, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and rips it low blocker and the game's over. You're yeah. like, well, that was, that's one way to end a hockey game. Yeah. I think they need to change the rules, though, too. I think they're talking about it anyways in the overtime. I hate when they dog the puck because they don't like what they see and take oh, it yeah. back to control the puck. It's just like, oh, so boring. To- that Three-on-three three is so exciting, but this, that part of it is just so boring. Like They yeah. just need to change the rules. What they do in three-on-three uh, three in the league, I used to play in, the one that Maddie got in the scrap in, is once you gain the blue line, the red, like the center ice line becomes the blue line. Yeah. I think that's a little interesting. That, that, I don't know if that good. would work on a 200 foot ice surface, but. I think it would give more room to work, but then at least they're not dogging the puck all the way back to their own zone. Exactly. It would just give them more space to set up the triangle. And like, I don't know, maybe they wouldn't have to loop all the way back for, yeah, like into their own end. Yeah. The fans get restless. Like, I hear booze. And it's like, that shouldn't be happening in overtime. It'll be my own team, and I'll be screaming at the TV, like, what the fuck are you? Just go. (laughs) (laughs) Girlfriend's like, you're an idiot, bud. (laughs) Just shut up. Stop screaming at the TV. (laughs) Yeah, so So that's uh, a little under 8% of games ended in a shootout, and that was in 2022. So it's still like the three on three shootout or the three on three overtime is limiting the amount of shootouts. But I think if you extend it to like, you know, like a 10 minute, I think that takes out a lot of the protect the puck puck possession type of play. And it makes you kind of spread out your lines a little bit. Yeah. So I think, you know, maybe adding a couple extra minutes to overtime, it probably won't lead to less shootouts, but it'll make it more exciting because you have to kind of strategize a little better. Yeah. Or like I, sorry, I don't know. I I know you guys were talking. I I was trying to do that while you guys were were <laughs> going back and forth about it. But uh, I think a cool thing would be do like a not like a two line pass, but but do something where you once you enter the zone, like you can't cross like the red line or something again. Like you can't go back unless it changes possession or something like that. So like make it so that you can't go back into the zone and like regroup the way you do. Yeah, it's like ball hockey sense. rules. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. It's For like me, anything court. anything with the shootout. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And especially in, at international yeah. when it's like you're playing for a gold and goes to a shootout. I'm like, fuck. It's, and it was, and it, it, it's usually a really good game at that point. And yeah. And you're at the edge of your seat. It's like shootout. It's like, oh, sweet. That kills the momentum. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Hodge, I see you're wearing the Shane Doan Coyotes jersey. Let's go. Yotes are a wagon right now. Yeah. I mean, they are looking good. Cooley looks good. Keller looks good. Yep. I got depth scoring from Kraus. I mean, Giotti, JJ Moser, fucking solid. I mean, yep. is there any update or any kind of progress on them getting out of a 5,000 seat college arena. (laughs) Yeah. They purchased the land in like Phoenix or something. I don't know what the projected date for that to be finished up is, but they're making, I think they're going to, I don't know if they've announced it already or not, but they're, they already got plans up for, for a new building. All right. I think it's perfect time, dude. They're a wagon right now. It's fun to watch. Now that they're like, They'll get behind the community. Will get behind them too. Now that they're tearing it up. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, yeah. they should. Be. They they always had like a good fan base. Like they're when they made their playoff runs. You know, it's like a typical. Because even you know, I I see Ducks fans do this too. When they're bad, like it's an empty barn. But when they're good, they they come back and support. Yeah. And I think Arizona's a similar thing. Because when Arizona was good, they had you know they'd fill it up. I think their management's been a nightmare and kind of a disservice, but hopefully if they have like a consistent place, pay your damn taxes, like they can have like a strong 
you know, get out of the narrative that, that like, it's a joke to play in Arizona. Yeah. But like players will sign there. Like they still, they haven't had much trouble getting guys. Like they, they're good at reclamation projects. Like their whole D core is filled with guys that were underperforming and they'll either flip like a Gostas bear who came in, they flipped them for uh, assets or like they brought in Jersey for cheap and now he's sick. Uh, Valimaki, yeah. they claimed off waivers and now he's like a top four defenseman. Like they're yeah. good. They're good at that. Dumba's kind of playing fine. Like he's not doing the offensive production, but they're good at bringing in like projects and then, you know, their prospect pool is ridiculous. So I'm excited to see what they can do. I think it's a good timing for everything to kind of line up in the right way. I love yeah. that. I love that stat where they beat the in five games in a row. They beat all the last five Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, man, I that's crazy. That dude. The, yeah, that's so cool. The guy making the schedule is just like I don't know if that was on purpose or if they're just like, <laughs> well, let's see what they could do. Just line it's, them all up. It's scripted for that reason. The Yokes right? to beat them all. So sick. <laughs> <laughs> the league's rigged. Yeah, Arizona's yeah. due to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> big okay sneaky nick bukestad figuring it out this year putting yeah. up points sick a guy that when he was in florida i thought he was gonna be like i thought he'd still be there with barkov because the two of them like as a one two center were gross for a couple years and then the, he fell off but bukestad coming back and being like an actual contributor is very cool i love schmaltz i love him yeah. he's one of my favorite players like to watch he's so he does everything so it's cool watching him but yeah dude they're sick i'm excited for for arizona i like it you know for the amount you're calling out like these players i think you're actually a yotes fan you're not a oilers fan. i just love like the the story but yeah no i know i just love them i'm i'm excited you're gonna They've have disrespect for too long if you're gonna have two tier teams to cheer for make sure one's in the east and one's in the west they don't need in playoffs <laughs> no i'm not yeah 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 I can't. I I don't know. I can't stand like people that have more than one favorite <laughs> right. team, like at a time. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I no. do enjoy a good storyline. People go. that change their teams every uh, three years. I don't know. You're, who, would a, you're... who would who would do that? <laughs> I, he's gonna change after this year too. The way the Blue Jackets are going, you know that, right? They're the I best team for them. Every every team that Troy's left. They they turned like nasty right after, or they yeah. won right after. <laughs> it was Vancouver, and then it or it was Toronto, Vancouver, what Vegas, uh, and then Vancouver, Toronto, Anaheim, um, Vegas, Columbus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Troy, next yeah, year we got to do before the season. We got to do like a signing day. I was joking, with my buddy who needs to another buddy of mine who has more than one favorite team, but we said. We'll do like a, a signing day where we'll line up the hats and we'll do a whole presser. <laughs> and you can like do like the college signing day that they all do. You could do like the fake out that everyone <laughs> likes to do for no freaking reason. And you just pick your team for the year. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be electric. It'd be great content for the YouTube channel that we might create. Yeah, we we'll should pending. create it. Pending. It's a, pending. It's a project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think... Uh, so let's just say I'm not cheering for Columbus. Okay. Yeah. We, I had to lay out knew. three. Pardon me, Scully? Yeah, we, we knew you weren't going to cheer, but keep going. No, I am. I am. Chinnikoff. Chinnikoff for life. Um, <laughs> so let's say they're out of it, and I had to pick three right now, just based on what I've been watching. It would probably be, and you're going to love this, oh, the Oilers. Oh, the Devils, <laughs> and honestly, the Coyotes. Yeah. I drafted Cooley, or I traded for Cooley, drafted Keller, drafted Dursey, and um, also have uh, another guy on there who's really good, but I can't remember his name. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, I love watching the Yost games. So I got four players across the two leagues. Uh, I think the Devils are super exciting, and I want McDavid to get a cup. So yeah, love it, Scotty. What do you think about that? You look disgusted. Oh yeah, <laughs> be an Oilers fan. S says episode one. Says episode one. I only cheer for bad teams, and he's like Oilers, Devils, Scully with Yokes receipts on the up and ups. Oh my god, Scully with receipts, dude. Yeah. No, I think that's 
as far as like storylines, I think that's the three that would be could like, could you imagine the Yotes make playoffs this year, win the cup in Mullet Arena? <laughs> Honestly, dude, that'd be pretty that'd be so rad. Could you imagine going to a Stanley Cup final game in Mullet and seeing the cup? Like could you imagine the ticket prices of a five thousand seat arena? Ridiculous. I'll tell you people will buy it. Everyone was joking about like the prices of mullet, but like people go. Like people are buying the seat. Like it's it's cool. I don't know. Yeah. Be kind of sick. Scully, um, since we're going back into the archives mm-hmm. of episode one, <laughs> uh, just want to uh, just want to mention that you said the Oilers have no hope of making the playoffs, and they are in the process of winning seven in a row. So I, I figured it out. Anyone I talk shit about, any player team I talk shit about on this podcast, they start turning it up. I talk shit about the Sharks. They are now 5-4-1 and one in their last 10. Sharks are exciting. They're like, yeah. they're electric right now. I think I said something about the Yotes. They're unreal now. I think I said, some, I said a lot about the Oilers. They're going off. McDavid, he's now like tied for ninth in points. He's like 30 points in the last freaking nine games. And yeah. Yossi has been electric lately too. Yeah, he's absolutely shredding it up. I, I chirped you about that trade. Now you're what? He's probably carrying your team. Yeah, it carried me to a tie and a victory this week. So yeah, I got to start talking go. shit about my Canucks because that keep them going. Can you uh, actually do me a favor and talk shit about Patrick Line? Because I I need. Him <laughs> to, uh... <laughs> I I was about to get to the Blue Jackets this podcast too. This episode, like, what is oh. going on with them? Like, well, they're in a full rebuild. They're, I think statistically they're th- like third or second or first youngest team in the league, kind of yeah. depending on who's called up at the time. Or do you think they'll they're going to keep Goudreau and Line th- after this year? You, I you have to. You can't get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, Goudreau's not leaving. You can't trade him because you're no. not gonna... after getting after getting sat a couple times. I saw Boone Jenner's hurt out for six weeks too. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I think. Uh, Goudreau is is there for his contract. Yeah, you don't think um, he'll try and move if he doesn't pick. I'm sure he can't. will. I'm they sure just he can't. will. You but... can't go anywhere. Like yeah. you can't. It's the same as like uh, when we were talking about the uh, like the Oilers, what they should do. Like you, like a Darnell Nurse, you can't you can't get rid of contracts like that no. anymore. No, that is fair. I just think it's a waiting game. Ken Johnson's gonna figure it out. They got Marchenko out of Russia, Chinnikov. Texier looks good. Um, they just got rid of uh, Eric Robinson, who's just, you know, he's a, he's a good energy guy. They traded him for a six-round pick, I think, to Buffalo. And his second game with Buffalo, he drilled someone from behind. Got <laughs> nice. kicked out of the game. Welcome to Boston. Too, yeah. Probably too excited to be in the lineup there. and But he's a good player, and he's gone, which sucks. But uh, – Overall, I mean, they're just young. I mean, I I believe. I, it's so you, weird, though, that they're like that, but they're also a cap team. Like, they're two – they only have, like, you know, two and a half of cap – like, million in cap space. Like, it's so odd to be in the position they're in and also be spending to the cap pretty much. Like, I don't get – I don't know. I don't know where they go. They, they just have to wait for these contracts to just run out. Well, they like, just that's... sign Severson and – I understood what the Yotes were doing. Like, they dumped all their cap, took on those bad contracts, and rebuilt that way. But, like you're saying, they're right up against the cap. They signed a lot of big names that look like they were kind of making a push a little bit. But I thought they were going to be good. I thought they were going to be, I thought they were going to be at least a bubble playoff team, like close, close to like fighting for a wild card spot. Yeah. So, just seeing where they are now, it's, I don't know, it's a weird year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. It is a weird year. A lot of parity in the league. Yeah. Look at the goalie situation in the league. Go look at the stats on the goalies right now. Shesterkin's like 20. Up, man. Soros, uh, Sor- Soros is down. And, uh, yes, Shesterkin's uh, 20th. Sorokin's like 40th. Those are supposed to be the top three goalies in the league. That's crazy. And then you look at like the top goalies, and it's uh, Varmolov took over the net from Sorokin and the, on the Islanders, like Connor Ingram. Yeah, Cam Talbot. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, what is going Paired on? it up in LA. Yeah. LA is a is a very good team. They're fucking LA's good. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's my thing with goalies always. If you're signing a goalie for more than like five mil, you're gambling, unless it's like a Vasilevsky or even a Sorokin. But even like Sorokin, like you said, Varlamov's taking him over a little bit. But like I I don't know why you'd sign like uh I don't know, like when uh Saros gets his deal. I, I don't know why you'd sign a goalie for more than like five mil because they're so it's so unpredictable whether yeah. you're getting the value for them. Yeah, because they were talking about like Soros and Sorokin getting uh like getting ten like Bobrovsky almost money. Mm-hmm. But you see how that goes in the past with goalies. Yeah. But now he's good. Yeah. Like yeah, I'd pay Bob- yeah, I was gonna say I'd pay Bobrovsky ten. Yeah. You know, based off of the playoffs and this year. But yeah. You know, for like four years, it was looking like, oh my, this is a boat anchor of a like contract. A, and now it's Rick, fine. The Rick <laughs> now it's fine. But yeah. like, I don't know. It's very, it's an interesting gamble. Like the, I don't know. Rick DiPietro is still, still getting paid. Is he? Is he still? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Good for God. that guy. Honestly, yeah. yes. Heck yeah, dude. Get your money. Um, yeah. Yeah, the top five save percentages right now in the league are Aiden Hill, Swayman, Talbot, Lindgren, Bermalov. Or however you say that name, not gonna try it again. And Ingram. You got it. You, got it. <laughs> you nailed it, buddy. You got it. Thanks. I appreciate the support. <laughs> you took you took special time out today to shout out your boys in Prince George. You called the guy burger. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. A burger van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild, man. The goalies, I mean, it's definitely becoming a tandem league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is interesting. They just go with the hot, hot hand, and I mean, when I, we were growing up, I mean, we we grew up on guys like Marty Brodeur playing seventy to seventy-five games. Mm-hmm. Craziness. Yeah, and I mean, there's still guys like that. Like, there's still your horses in the league, but I think there's a couple. I think it's it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you have? you know, two guys and give them that rest, like, especially with scoring being up and everything, goalies are having to work harder. You see, like, like what happened with, like, Toronto, where a guy like Wall was playing sick and, uh, but, like, was just taking shots from everywhere and now he's injured. I think, like, goalies having that, like, true 1A, 1B is a smarter, like, financial play because you're not going to be relying on one guy and one contract, but then also, like, it kind of, even like with scouting and everything like that, like your film's going to be different. Like you don't know who you're up against, what your matchup's going to be. Like you don't know what goal you're facing or like his weak points. Like I think it just makes way more sense to have, you know, two capable goalies that you can throw in the mix. Even like three. Like I know Vegas had like, you know, Hill, Thompson, Brassois, and like those three guys on a random night like are capable. Like you can, it's just like it makes, I don't know, it makes way more sense. It's way cooler. Yeah, I I, lo- I agree, man. Because like, even like you look at Tampa, they obviously haven't been drafting goalies in a long time because v- Vasilevsky got hurt, and they rolled out like Jonas Johansson and Matt Tompkins, and they were Not, good. Yeah, they did, still they did winning fine, games. but like their pedigree, like where right. they came from, like they were both. I think Tompkins was in the East Coast League, like not too long. Yeah, ago. yeah, it's a really cool story, and like they both played well. But, like, yeah, when I saw that, they're rolling out those two for the first bit of the season. I was like, they're fucked. But they figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they sh- – they're struggling again, aren't they? They're, they're still out of the playoffs right now. Hopefully I think they're right on the bubble. Yeah. It's like them, the Capitals, and Pittsburgh are on the bubble right now. Yeah. What a weird year to see all – to be see all those three teams not make playoffs. I, I don't think it's a bad year for Tampa to maybe miss and just be have like an off year because they played so much hockey in yeah. the past four yeah. years. And this this offseason is going to be really short because the playoffs are going to end and then it's like a week and then it's the draft and then it's free agency and then you're right back into it. Like it's one of the shortest offseasons because they started a little late. So I think this year, Tampa being off, like, okay, it's so obviously like just fatigue and like, Vasilevsky was out for 10 weeks or whatever. So you don't need to do anything different, but I think this is like a 
perfect year if Tampa's going to miss and maybe get a little extra rest for them to do it. You get your yeah. goalie back. You get, you know, everyone kind of rests up a bit. Everyone's banged up. You still have Kucherov scoring like crazy. You know, Hedman's not slowing right down. Like, there's no piece in Tampa that looks like they're weak, except, you know, maybe you lose Stamkos. But I think that if, if they're going to miss a year, it'd be this. And then they come back and be sick again because they're a unit, like they're a machine. When in with the hockey media down in the States, is it, do you hear a lot about the Leafs or is it completely different down there? Uh, Always been curious. The media for hockey is like, at least, I mean, in California, especially it's like, you know, the people that are going to consume like the media are the ones looking for it. So yeah kind of hear about the teams that you want to hear about because you have to kind of do your own work but because it's not like in up north i'm like tsn i think they, they just cover it 24 7 so you just yeah like rogers Sportsnet, and tsn they force feed the leafs yeah well that's throat. you guys don't have like a like a regional right or i don't oh, know yeah, what we have is. we have regionals you do like we have regional like Sportsnet has pacific which is vancouver and then West is Edmonton, um, Calgary, and then they have they have another one for just Winnipeg, and then Ottawa, Toronto, and then Montreal. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, like uh, you watch an episode, and it's like without fail, there's a segment or a media scrum or something on the Leafs. It, yeah, like Toronto <laughs> is the probably the most hated team in Canada. Well, I mean, it's I'm so tired of hearing about them. Comparably, I think that's like California media and like the Dodgers because they're just the big money team. Like when you oh, have yeah. the biggest team in the league, like and they the just Yankees, just like, signed Otani too. Let's yeah. not talk. Let's <laughs> just not. Let's not talk I about know. what just happened with the Dodgers. I know. Oh I my know. god! I know. <laughs> let's leave that to the Big Fly podcast with Tyler. Yeah, Lynch. that's because. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna blow a gasket on the baseball. I, I mean, I Soto to the Yankees, followed by Otani, supposedly flying to Toronto, and then all of a sudden he's fucking seven hundred mil to the Dodgers. I, I just about threw my TV off the balcony. Like, how do I, how do I know that would just rattle you? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's a bummer. I wanted him in Toronto, but. I'm living rent free in your head right now, Troy. Well, I'm gonna be living rent free in your house next week at your yeah, you uh, at your yeah. uh, kid's one year birthday. Yeah, you hey, are. yeah. Good I got for you. The, I got the mattress all set up for you. It's behind behind my wall of jerseys for you there. There you go. The first on location where two guys are together for the pod next week. Yeah, should I fly up? You should. You should. I'll skip finals. I'll skip finals. Yeah, fuck finals. <laughs> come up. Yeah, I'll just yeah. blow off my finals week. Just eat a zero and come do the yeah. pod. Yeah, why not? This will be my first time going to Prince George and not taking two L's and then bussing home. You're still going to take go. the L's. Uh, we will find some competition. You'll take some more L's up here. Yeah. Well. AG will have your number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be uh that would be exciting. I gotta figure out how I'm gonna get up there to the that magical land, but it's not magical. <laughs> no. I can tell you my uh Corolla team of dogs. My Corolla with summer tires is not gonna make the uh eight hour <laughs> no. drive. <laughs> no. I after listening to what I just drove through last night, yeah, it won't make it. <laughs> Sounds like you need a team of huskies and a sled. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, if we're ever gonna all three of us team up to do an episode in person, I think Southern California sounds like the, the selection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Would be ideal. Yeah, we'll I gotta to get like my beach San Diego ready. or something. Yeah, go to a Gulls game. Mm-hmm. That'd be rad. That'd be cool. Yeah, play some golf. All right, we'll put it in I the books. Yeah, I don't know how big you guys are on golf. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't oh, like watch it. Do you I play? Can, I, I play like a couple times a year, and if I get a hold of it, so I mean, you're wow. you're gonna yeah. take an L on my parents' golf simulator when we go up to their house. Uh, a simulator sounds like I can't lose the ball, so I'll be fine. 
<laughs> we'll see. Until you, you miss the net and it goes ricocheting off of we'll everything. We'll see. Like a bullet. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be our YouTube first video YouTube segment. Uh, Scully versus Troy on the sim. One view. Yep. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I mean, just being a, a super fan on the Zoom, watching you guys. <laughs> we got oh, a well, off topic. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, yeah, I was, I was just thinking, I was looking at my notes, and I mean, we kind of, we rolled through everything, uh, except for Simone Demek replacing uh, Dougie Hamilton on the point and looking sharp. He looks good. He does. Yeah. He's like a good, uh, really good. good fancy pickup right now. Uh, for those of you that tuned in for fancy news and uh, you've made it this far. Yeah. We're a fantasy yeah. podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Dude, welcome back, Connor McDavid. It's not too late. The guys are <laughs> crushing it. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I ate my words on that sticks. one, didn't I? My team, both my teams are winning this week. It's the first time this happened all season. Wow. The Elite Eight's leading the entire league right now in points. The Cheddar Sticks? Sticks. Go Cheddar Sticks, baby. Put up 200 points. Wow. So maybe maybe we're not rebuilding. Can you, uh, since my phone is uh, uh, up here on the the thing, do you mind letting me know how I'm looking? (laughs) Yeah, you got, you're up 146.2 to 127.9. Okay. Yeah. So Barkov just put up 11, 12 points. And then uh, that's like your entire, yeah, you put up 14 points total. Barkov got 11 of them. So well, you're buying that guy a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I also have his uh, national team winning the uh, four team championship. There you go. Go Finland. Hell yeah. <laughs> Line A, another Finn. Line A put up with an assist, put up two points. There you go. Yeah. That'll buy him another game in the lineup. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Scully, did the Canucks beat the Hurricanes last night? Yeah, they did. They, Holy, what they, a wagon. They, uh, yeah, they should have smoked them. They only won 4-3, but they got in some penalty trouble. A couple too many men that let the Hurricanes battle back, but they controlled that game. Like, they're... They went through that adversity. I thought we were in for it when they're going one win, one loss, like last few years. But they're they're battling back, so I I have a little 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 hope for playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's still a part of me that's like, it's it's the Canucks. You can't put too much too much faith in them. You can't get your hopes up too much. <laughs> Dude, how about this? The Oilers. With a seven-game win streak, are still like eleven points behind the Kings. Yeah, they're so bad. They're so bad. What a tough start. I, I believe I'll be I'll be buying a another Oilers hat uh, come next year. Did you like the one I sent down? Yeah, dude. I gotta wear it on the next pod. Yeah, I, I gotta. I'll wear my Oilers jersey next podcast. But I had to rep the the Yotes this week. Yeah. But no, I'll be all over out. I, I, I saw that. The, it. I saw that in the shop, and I'm like, I mean, that's got to be on Brian's head. I appreciate you. No, yeah. I I was joking with you because I had it on my Christmas list. So now Bree's got to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, my boy, <laughs> my buddy Troy, I got my head. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Yeah. Now I got to think of a present for a one year old. Yeah, you do. Yeah, he likes hockey. He likes watching hockey. There you go. Any Columbus Blue Jackets mittens. Anything but <laughs> Canucks in this house will be. It will. It won't see the light of day. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> get him a Maple Leafs jersey. <laughs> that is. Make him a Leafs fan. No, no, he he can he will live with his grandparents then. Not not in my house. <laughs> does he have a mini stick set? Oh yeah, he does. Of course Hell he does. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a couple actually, but in this, I have a question for you, Brian. In the states, do they have the stupid blackout regional blackouts for the NHL for you yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah, oh, that's that a is, mess. Did what a joke. That I is. mean, yeah, it, yeah, it's a mess. I mean, it it works out. Luckily, I'm not you know as an Oilers fan, I don't 
typically get them blacked out, which is cool around here. But like, yeah, every Ducks or Kings game is, is typically yeah, I every home game. I can't buy any of the subscriptions like Smartsnet Plus. I have to buy you. I have to have cable just mm-hmm. to watch the Canucks. The ESPN Plus has been good, like for you know I've been able to see more. But like I miss like the NHL Center Ice where you just go on and get to or you go on and get to see like pretty much every game. I can't even nothing... blocks out the Canucks games for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I don't get it. Like, I don't know why they still do that. It seems kind of like an old it's, kind of it, like... Uh, it's like, if you want to grow the game, why are you not letting people watch these games? I don't like, know. I don't I, I don't know how much effect it has on, like, actual attendance, but that's the only thing I can think about. But it's yeah. not... It doesn't do anything. I don't know. It's a joke. But yes, that's everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I... I, I've yet to have a blackout issue on the Sportsnet premium package. For really? who? Maybe because it's Sportsnet. I just ref- I won't buy it anymore. Buy can it you anymore. get Sportsnet down here? Can you? I don't know. Uh, I'm not too sure. Huh. If you can, I'll fire you my password. Ooh. Maybe I'll do it live on the air. You know, you know what's like annoying? That. You know what's <laughs> annoying, Troy, is they gave me a free Sportsnet Plus subscription. Because I have I have Telus cable to watch the hockey games. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you can get it. That's the one that has every single game. Um, and then you can flip back and forth. And then what I do is I use the Score app, and I turn on um, power play notifications and goal notifications. And nice. whenever there's a power play of a part like a team I want to watch on the PP, I just switch games. Nice. It's not oh, bad. Yeah, I'm definitely doing that. All right, well, we're yeah. canceling our ESPN account. Yeah. That no and uh, YouTube TV has been good. Sorry. I no worries. Um, I just want to let you know that uh, I did take a timer this time. Hey. hey we are coming better. up on the one-hour mark, so I just wanted to give everybody an opportunity. Was there anything uh, they wanted to uh, – they really wanted to get out on episode four? Um, I think episode five, we're going to try to have a, maybe another interview. We're going to poke around, and then I know we are preparing – for a Christmas special, which I think will be really cool. Um, yep. But yeah, you'll I see, think uh, you'll see me crushing some beers on here. <laughs> I won't be working. Some spirits? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I know. I'll be off of. Uh, I'll be on my semester break, so I might join you. Uh, and then I guess I just the only thing I wanted to make sure I squeezed in was a little uh, shout out to uh, Justin Stelzer in Virginia Beach. Um, he edited our intro song and integrated it into our last episode. And I thought it sounded fantastic. Guy nailed it. Can I, yeah. Um, that, that our intro song didn't even know we had one. Sounded sounds good. What a I tune. Love I love Great it. Tune. Yeah. Um, Troy's like Troy says to me, text me. He's like, yeah, we got, I got the intro song. I'm like, what, what, what intro song? Sick. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Stella's was like the main reason I got a 3.0 in the first year of college um he did all my citations and stuff like that so he uh he's an ultimate guy and he's the ultimate fan of the pod he's heard all three episodes so i mean he needed a shout out for sure love it and he'll be on the christmas special he's always been such a big fan of mine so he loves you know just just a huge fan of me so that's good christmas special good to know that guy's tuning in still Hey, Brian, Christmas special drinking game. Every time Troy talks about switching teams, we'll take a shot. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just take a take a beer down for every Stanley Cup the Canucks have won. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh. Sober Sunday. Oh. Don't be just as sober <laughs> as me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, this was fantastic. Um, I think the energy doing it not at nine in the morning uh, was, was really cool. So good uh, call. it's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> Might have to um, do that. Yeah. And I, I didn't wear my safety helmet for this episode. So oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one addressed it last time. We were talking I just showed up that. on the podcast wearing a helmet. And nobody blinked an eyelash. The <laughs> Mac came on. He didn't say a word. Like I was like, no, I thought maybe I'd get a chuckle. 
Yeah, no, I loved it. I was already fired. I because when I got on before we started recording, I was like, all right, Troy's ripping a bucket. We're definitely going to talk about that. But I was going to wait for Scully, and then Scully pops on and didn't say anything either. And so I was like, <laughs> no. I thought you guys were just. I thought you guys already talked about it. So I was like, I, I'm late to this party. <laughs> I'm not even going to address that. Let's go. We're all just waiting to talk about it. Yeah, I'm just sitting That's there in a helmet, like I thought this would be. I thought this was going to hit. And, uh, yeah. Matt came out. on too, didn't skip a beat. We're no. all just like, all right, Troy's Troy's ripping a bucket right now. It's cool. Yeah, That's yeah. So the funny. only person that commented on it was Theron Banks. He texted me saying, "I can't believe you wore a helmet." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Glad great. we squeeze that in, boys. Uh, great chatting with you, and we will talk to you soon. And thank you for those who listened and made it all the way to the end. You're oh, the yeah. best.